0: Today, we're going to talk to the CEO of Helium 10. He's going to answer some of your burning questions you've submitted, such as, does Helium 10 sell customer data to other companies? How can we trust the accuracy of the tools? What are some Amazon leadership principles that can help entrepreneurs and more? How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. And we're going to talk to the, the man behind it all, the one who is helping serious sellers out there with some serious strategies, Boyan, the new CEO of Helium 10. Boyan, how's it going? Pretty good. Thank you, Bradley. How are you doing? I'm doing just delightful. Now, I said, new CEO, uh, Boyan is not new to the company. Many of you, he's also not new to this podcast. Many of you remember, we used to have a series back in the day called Tech Talk with Boyan because in those days he was the CTO, chief technology officer of Helium 10. And then he transitioned to the COO and now just recently became the CEO. So a lot of, uh, a lot of letters there. Uh, I know you're new to, to being a CEO here. Uh, from those three, what's your favorite? Position so far that you've had, would you say?
1: I enjoyed each of those states so as a CTO. I was uh, I was able to kind of shape uh, Helium ten from from the seed to the tree that it is today. So that was that was very rewarding. There were some nights that mm-hmm. were more stressful than other nights, uh, but uh, in the end, kind of looking back at that period, it, it, a lot of rewards, uh, a lot of great memories came from that. Like as we as as company transitioned uh, in 2019, and we kind of found our stable footing and our product market fit. I transitioned to chief operating officer role, I'm still thinking about uh, technology, still thinking about product, but having kind of broader, broader responsibilities. Uh, and now, for the past few months, being explicitly in, in chief executive roles, that's, it's a different kind of experience. Uh, mm-hmm. It forces me to think uh, not just kind of short term, but th- think more broadly, more strategically. think are sort of deeper in, in, in the future, trying to kind of divine uh, what's ahead of, uh, of all of us together. Uh, I, I, I'm loving it.
0: I love it too. Now, we, like I said, no BS here. It doesn't matter who our guest is. We're hard-hitting, so I'm just going to start off with a whammy here. Uh, we're going to talk about a wide variety of subjects, but right off the bat, here's maybe one of the more hard-hitting questions I can think of uh, that's on top of mind. all right? Something I see in Facebook groups, uh, people are concerned about, is Helium 10, like, sharing their profits and sharing their product information and their sales? Like, I've, I've connected my token to Helium 10 are they sharing it with other companies so that they can like market to me and and like know exactly how much I'm making things like that? What's your answer to that? Uh, you know, very valid concern by by many customers.
1: It is definitely a valid concern. So, so privacy, security—that uh, should be top of mind for everyone. Like everyone doing business, but everyone in their personal lives. Uh, I can give sort of broad answer, talk a lot, and, and say a lot of words. But the answer is no. There's sort of two ways when you think about security. There there are sort of two lanes. Like, what is our sort of external security what, what is what is our risk profile what is the what is the risk of someone from the outside finding a way to to compromise uh, our customers account and that's a that's our serious concern and, and that's my kind of personal concern i have a, i have background in information security and we we don't take that lightly so uh, as a company we actually have director of information security we have resources dedicated to that but we also decided to, to think about security as something that's built in as opposed to bolted on so it's its security concerns are, are part of the development process from sort of idea to execution to release, to uh, and that's that's external security. Every company has a, every company that has public presence uh, has has sort of public security risk, right? That external risk. Helium ten on top of that has that sort of concern uh, that our customers might share. Like, are we internally doing whatever we can to protect our customers' data? Is Helium ten essentially? Competing with customers, is Helium 10 trying to monetize customer data, or is Helium 10 SaaS platform uh, and, and sort of good steward of, of customers' data? And the answer to that is Helium 10 is a SaaS platform. But like Helium 10 is serious business. If you if you look at if if you look at our LinkedIn profile, for example, you can see sort of hundreds of, of employees. If you look at our, our public profile, you can see tens of thousands of customers. We're not here to make a quick buck. We are a SaaS company, which, which is great. Like I, I love the model. Uh, that forces us to think about our customers as our family, as our friends, as, as people that we need to support today. And we also need to support our customers in a month or in a year from today. It, having a customer that uh, signs up for Helium 10 and stays on for two or three months, and then we take advantage of that some way, like that's not uh, that's a sustainable business model. That's not, that's not what you're about. Like, our, Helium 10 is not competing with our customers. We we consciously made a decision to stay away from building any kind of brand. So so Helium 10 is not in, in the business of competing with our customers, and Helium 10 is not selling our customer data. That that is the core of our business. Like it would just makes no sense for us to to engage in something like that.
0: So so then a company comes in, you know, be it a, a company in the Amazon space, be it a a social media company who wants to get info, they say, Hey, Helium 10, here's a million dollars, here's a thousand dollars, here's whatever. We would like you know, some personal data on some of your customers. There's no circumstance where that would happen. I don't
1: care. Yeah. yeah, There's no price. Like, I don't care. I don't care
0: what the number might be. And then also, too, you you talked about we're not competing. You're like, so do we have an Amazon account, guys? Yes, we do. You know, we've got the Project X, but it's open to everybody. You can clearly see what products we have in there. It's, you know, coffin shelves and egg trays that we did in Project X. We are not, we don't have our own, uh, Amazon, a uh, company that we're trying to, you know, use our customers' data to increase our own brand uh, or something like that.
1: And and are like, keep in mind, we're not alone in this. Like being successful entrepreneur takes a lot of work and takes a lot of support. And and we're kind of one of the pillars. We are focused. The company exists to help entrepreneurs succeed. But we are not the only ones that that can and need to provide that kind of support. So there are a lot of services that we do not provide. And whenever we can, we'll try to partner with deputable businesses and kind of expose our customers and, and our community to opportunity to augment their business and to, to achieve uh, their, their goals faster. So, so we will go hand in hand with, with uh, some of our partners, but we will never, ever share customers' information uh, with uh, a third party.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Now now you mentioned something a couple of minutes ago about how, you know, Helium 10 is growing, and, and looking at our public profile, and and you know we just got you know our, our parent company Assembly, you know which includes obviously Helium 10. uh, You know the press release was a couple of weeks ago how we got a valuation of a billion dollars, you know with a B. That every time I say that it makes me think of the old Austin Powers movies and and Doctor Evil one billion dollars. I mean it's kind of crazy to think about that. You know you've been around since almost the beginning of the Helium 10. But what are some 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 things that you can tell us about how? Helium 10 has grown as far as, you know, like number of, of, um, you know, employees and, and how it's not just Helium 10 as a brand in our, in our, in our kind of family here, our, our assembly family, we brought on some, some small and some large, um, partners as well. Assembly
1: as a, uh, as parent company of Helium 10 is, is focused broadly on e-commerce end to end, uh, horizontally and, and vertically. So assembly, uh, has a mandate and a mission to, to become the, the primary, uh, and the prime e-commerce solution online. Helium ten is important part of assembly uh, and focused on on primarily small and medium businesses. So, so that's where that's where our focus is. We we recognize the need to do more. We recognize that uh, there are areas that we are not covering, but that actually allows us the focus that we have as Helium ten allows us to to provide value that's sort of unmatched. There's no other platform out there that provides value that Helium ten does now. There's always a need to do more, and and we do that through, through assembly. So the recently uh, announced uh, acquisition of Packview, Packview uh, as a few day, days ago, is, is part of assembly. Is a f- example of how we can work through assembly to augment the services that, and value that we provide to our customers. Like Packview. Uh, is advertising platform primarily focused uh, on on enterprises so things are fortune 500 companies through this relationship that we have now where packview together with helium10 is part of assembly and you have active working relationships or open open relationship there the the expertise the knowledge the the kind of technology that's being developed for for most successful businesses in the world is is being shared with uh, uh, Helium 10 and customers of Helium 10. So we have the ability to sort of take advantage of, of the research, of the expertise uh, that Packview experts uh, uh, brought to the market and augment that with what Helium 10 does and provide that to Helium 10 customers and the other way around. So so that's that's a relation between Packview and, and Helium 10. There are other brands in, in assembly uh, focused on Shopify, uh, focused on influencer marketing. So our goal is, is to allow our customers, to allow e-commerce entrepreneurs to succeed and we do that by by sort of providing tools and services needed to start a business, to grow the business, to manage your business, to run your business. And if if that's what uh, uh, you want to achieve,
0: uh, eventually exit your business. Okay, excellent. Now another one of these questions that 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 comes in in social media, it comes in in customer service a lot is is the A word, which is accuracy. You know, um, in the past it was always. I mean, I don't see it much anymore. I think it's because everybody can see how accurate. Uh, our estimations are on things like, uh, uh, sales, but, but people wonder like, like how accurate, how can we trust helium 10, you know, because you know, thing they're, they're by definition estimations. And so people are not able to necessarily verify, you know, uh, what we are showing with actual Amazon data because they don't have uh, access to it. So like, what kind of confidence uh, can we, can we give people about how accurate the data that helium 10 is displaying?
1: It's a big part of the big part of the business. So, so having like understanding what the what the history looks like and, and sort of creating predictions based on that that's that's critical part of, of entrepreneurs' business. Like you don't you have a lot of history. You don't have uh, uh, resources uh, available to, to large enterprises. So, Helium ten is 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 here to bridge that gap. So we understand the mission. And, and when you asked about sort of size of the company and the growth of the company, is are triple like there are more than 250 uh, uh, team members on helium 10. Large part of that is on engineering, large part of that is, is focused on on data assets. We had we had data assets, uh, uh, we started as a sort of data data platform and we we had significant assets so Industry-leading assets three, four, five years ago, and we continue to build uh, on top of that. Now, to your original question: like, how important is accuracy? We talked previously about sort of trade-offs between precision and accuracy. And I used, uh, I think, I used age. Like, if you ask me how old I am, I can tell you it's it's I don't, forty-seven years and, and eleven months, seven days, eleven hours, uh, twenty-six minutes, thirteen seconds. Like, that's good. That's very precise and very accurate. But, like, do you really need to know that? On the other hand, I could be Less uh, uh, precise, and I can say hey, I'm between 20 and 70, which uh, probably doesn't help you as much. So, so, sort of finding a balance between providing valuable information and providing that information in a consumable way—that's that's important. I, I that, that's sort of scientifically important. Uh, another another sort of component there that I want to add is sort of timeliness. If you if you need information now, like uh, winning numbers, so for lottery tonight tonight's lottery. If I give you numbers now, that's great. If I give you numbers tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Does that make sense? So so we are trying to balance sort of timeliness of, of uh, estimates that we provide, uh, accuracy of the estimate, and, and uh, precision of that estimate. We continue to improve. We continue to improve in all three elements. Uh, the, the focus is, is sort of providing directionally, accurate information that allows you to to make informed decisions. Because when you think about sort of data in general, like why is that important? It allows you to make rational decisions. So instead of you sort of waking up one day and deciding that you want to invest in something that you just experienced because it's great. I don't know like you you're recently recent college graduate and you, you spent a gap year uh, traveling the world and you, you want to start a, a, a travel app. Like that's a great idea it's hard it's challenging so it's because there are a lot of people out there doing that and the market is not huge so so by having data like you sort of remove, uh, remove uh, your your personal bias and it allows you to to make rational decisions so that's that's sort of the core of of, of our intention why helium 10 focuses on, on sort of balance between timeliness precision and accuracy now improving all three is sort of on the roadmap, every quarter, every month, every day, for for a large part of the team, and and you, I'm sure you, you've seen those. Like we run quality control uh, all the time. Like there's a, there's a quality control function uh, on on data side, of like every aspect of the business, but data as well. And and we we run biweekly tests. Uh, so helium ten versus competition, helium ten versus reality. And and you might remember recently, you and I had a conversation where of you couldn't believe the numbers like hey is it really possible that we are hundred percent accurate in 60 percent of the cases and like, yes we are now there's sort of caveat to that like most of those cases were products that had less than 10 sales a month so mm-hmm. that's that's another sort of aspect to, to sort of think when you think about data like is this the information that you really need if i if you give me a product if you give me a thousand products and I and I tell you hey with 100 accuracy these thousand products sold nothing in the last month and that's Sort of valuable, but that's not really what you're looking for. You're looking for sort of aspirational opportunities. Like you're looking for opportunities, it's not not for areas where you don't want to focus. So, so we're 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 as accurate as science will allow us to be in this business. Data engineering is actually a critical part uh, because you you need to make sure that the inputs that that you're receiving are uh, clean. So cleaning data, ingesting data. Uh, layering models on top of that, like there are many parts of that. But our, our commitment uh, since the beginning was to, to improve insights that we provide, like enable our customers to, to make informed decisions. We continue to do that, and we're and clearly kind of market leaders in that in that way.
0: Yeah. Okay. I really love that analogy about the age, you know, um, and then about being able to make a, an informed decision. You know, like uh, somebody is, you know, wondering if if somebody. Uh, you know, is old enough to, to vote. You know, you can say, Hey, well, how old are you? You know, they can't tell by looking because they're just talking on the phone or something. Oh, I'm about 50. You know, like maybe they are 47 with 11 months and, and five days, but knowing that doesn't help them make their decision. If they're fit, oh, yeah, you're good. You're good to vote. You know, or the opposite. Like, uh, do they qualify for the senior citizen discount for 65 and, and up? Oh, I'm about 50. Nope, th- they don't. It's like you can make the decision. Now, if I had said the exact age of 47, uh, and, and 11 months, et cetera, as opposed to uh, you know somewhere in the ballpark of 49 or 50 or just 50, I'm around 50, the decision the end decision still is the same. you know, is one necessarily more accurate than the other? It, it could be. Uh, what we what we strive to do, I like that is how we're we try and you know balance it all out and make sure that we are giving uh, an accurate estimation that is as accurate as can be. but you know where if you were to nitpick, at the end of the day, you ask yourself, would my decision have been different if it, if, if it said 47 as opposed to 49? And the answer is no. And so like uh, to correlate that to like X-ray estimations, you know, when, when we're doing product research, guys, you know, we wanna know, is there demand for this product? You know, are, are these are, are these products making over $10,000 a month? Well, maybe the Helium tent X-ray says 10,000. Maybe that seller who who has that says, wait a minute, you know, my real sales is 9,750. Uh, 750. It's not exactly 10,000, but regardless if it was 9,750 or 10,000, would your decision have been different as far as your product research and answers? No, because it's like, Hey, that's enough, you know, that that's enough sales volume to, to kind of, um, you know, validate this product opportunity. So I'm going to start using that, that, that age thing there.
1: Just so remember, you're not worried and you're not scared to, to kind of, put our estimates and test our estimates. We, we we publicly share our estimates. You all you need to do is, is sign up for, for a free Helium Ten account and, and you will see the data that we share. What I'm trying to do here is sort of reframe the conversation, like focus on, on outcomes, fo- focus on on sort of opportunity and, and why you're in this business, as opposed to to zooming in on one aspect of the business and, and trying to sort win the big prize by by focusing on, on specific Kind of data point or, or specific uh, aspect of the business.
0: Let's switch to something that's that's top of mind for a lot of people. You know, these days um, it was top of mind a couple of years ago when Amazon released Brand Analytics, and then you know the, over the last year or so, Amazon has has given a lot more visibility on the advertising side. And then you know a couple of weeks ago they, they put in full beta the new Opportunity Explorer. So you know sometimes I'll see memes out there like, oh my goodness, you know uh, all the software tools like Helium 10 must be super scared that Amazon. Is is launching tools, but I mean, I don't know. I'm curious about your opinion. My personal opinion is I like it. They're not. I, I don't see it as any competition, you know, to us because it's very different uh, data, and it's. I, I applaud that Amazon is showing more data points. Um, what's your opinion on it?
1: Yeah, I think it's great. So, listen, when we when, when Helium ten started, it started around Amazon, and that's not sort of, That's not a random thing. Uh, when, when you look at the Amazon leadership principles, uh, uh, leadership principle number one. It's customer obsession. And that's why Amazon is successful. And, and you can see that the, if, you're, if you're an Amazon customer, when you're, when you're buying things on Amazon, when you're buying goods, like Amazon is sort of raising the bar. What used to be uh, an exception, like, two-day delivery, same-day delivery, now now it's the norm. So, so Amazon is focused on providing experience to all of the customers. And for, for some parts of Amazon, uh, Amazon sellers, third-party merchants, are actually customers. And Amazon continues to improve that experience. I I know they move at at a slightly slower pace, being the the, uh, conglomerate that they are, but they are focused. I I sincerely believe that that they're focused on providing better experience to, to all of their customers, including merchants. Uh, and, and I think that's great. That's, that's why Helium 10 sort of started in that ecosystem. We did not start with uh, established, mature marketplaces that are in decline, mm-hmm. that are providing those support to their customers. Like, we are here because Amazon is sort of thriving ecosystem, like big company that, that continues to grow and con- continues to provide value. Now, there's, it's a big company, so there's an opportunity to augment the information that uh, Amazon provides. Helium 10 has opportunity to sort of augment what available information is, and that did not really change. Like that, the, the sort of the bar is being raised, and that forces Helium Ten uh, to be to, to stay sort of vigilant and continue innovating, continue producing, continue augmenting, providing timely insights. And I think that's great. Like, uh, actioning those insights, uh, uh, finding marketing opportunities, uh, uh, engaging with customers using the platform. Like th- there's there so many opportunities.
0: Okay. Now. You know, part of this, you know, one of the questions that people might ask is, who, you know, this is more data from Amazon. Will we see it inside of Helium 10? How come we don't see brand analytics inside of Helium 10? But then obviously we've got plenty of data, you know, like profits is built off of data from from Amazon. Uh, PP- our Atomic uh, is built off of data from the PPC uh, side of Amazon. So why do some things we integrate Amazon data into Helium 10 and other things we do not?
1: I mean, there, there's a rules and regulations. First, that's that's Amazon data, and and Amazon sort of regulates how that data can be used and shared. So, uh, if uh, if a merchant connects their their merchant token with Helium Ten, they give us permission to consume that data and and provide services based on that the data that's consumed. Uh, similar with, with Amazon advertising. So, so sellers, merchants, they give us permission to provide value-added services. Uh, that that's not uh, an opportunity. Uh, that's extended through Brand Analytics. So Brand Analytics is not uh, available through through API. Uh, it's limited to professional sellers, uh, and it's sort of specific access. Is it kind of control that uh, merchant account? Uh, so that's that's a we don't have permission essentially from Amazon to just take that data and and replicate that, reproduce that. Which I, I don't think it's it's really needed. There there are assets out there that uh, data assets out there that that we can use and we do use. Uh, to generate insights, so not having brand analytics explicitly included uh, as, as part of Helium Ten platform. Like, sort of, sure, why would we do that? Like it's 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 already available in brand analytics. We can do more, and we can provide sort of additional insights. We can provide tools that you could deploy and use to to generate your own insights uh, uh, on top of brand analytics data. But I don't see a need to verbatim and take brand analytics data and just dump it in inside Healing 10 platform. I, I believe that the insights that we generate are consistent and and sort of accretive uh, uh, to to what you get through brand analytics.
0: Yeah. All right. So guys, you know, out there, you know, we, we get this question a lot, you know, and pretty much all of the innovation that, that we've done over the last, you know, few years, ever since I, I've been here is is Hundred ninety five, if not 100% originating from the customers. It, it's, you know, you guys out there asking us, hey, could could we have a tool that can automatically email people to ask for review? Hey, can we have a, a tool that can help me make landing pages? Hey, can we have this? Can we have that? Well, we've done all that in the last few years. But some of you are like, but wait a minute, I've been asking for brand analytics, or I've been asking for this or that for the longest time. And and helium ten must not be listening to its customers. But if it's something that you know we haven't done, it's either a maybe not at the top of the priority because not enough people have 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 asked for it. You know, we we prioritize what we work on by the number of people requesting it. Or b it could be perhaps against Amazon terms of service, or it's just not available uh, like through the way that we procure information from Amazon. So you know, but no matter what, go ahead and ask, and and we'll let you know uh, either way. Uh, make sure to keep those uh, suggestions. Uh, coming in now, one of the top asks I would say of the last year was was Walmart. You know, some some tools for Walmart, and I remember before, you know, two three years ago, people were asking about that. It seemed like ah, no, I don't think Helium 10 might, you know, we're we're just going to stick with, with with Amazon. But we did kind of make that. I don't want to call it change. It's not like we've forgotten about Amazon and now we're shifting all our focus to Walmart. But can, can you talk a little bit about the decision, uh, you know, by Helium 10 to 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 start providing um, uh, you know services for or software for uh, Walmart sellers and then what the the future holds uh, for it because we've done I think only four tools so far.
1: The focus is always on on customer, on merchant, on, on entrepreneur. Uh, what is it that uh, that a merchant needs? How can we help? How can we support? If you're a seller, what kind of tools? What kind of services are, are beneficial for you? And our goal is to. Our goal is is to sort of build sustainable businesses, Helium 10, but we're doing that by helping people build sustainable businesses. Now there's kind of clear shifts, or strategic shift, and, and kind of clear focus on, on building stronger e-commerce presence. And questions came from, from our customers. Uh, hey, can you help me over there the way you help me here? And and that's why we are here. That's why that's why Helium 10 exists. That's why. That's why uh, we released a, a suite of research tools for Walmart. That's not the end of it, but the so research tools are not the end state for for Helium 10 Walmart support, and also Walmart is not the end state for our or multi channel support. Because you, uh, I saw I saw reports recently in our our VPO strategy. Uh, Adam Shabazz he he presented at the Deliver conference recently, uh, talking about the sort of valuation and of impact of multi channel on company valuation. Having presence in multiple channels sort of increases first increases the likelihood of your business being attractive to an acquirer, but also increases the valuation multiple that you have uh, that you can earn thanks to, to having those those multiple channels. So when you when you look at Viability of a business, when you look at growth opportunity, when you look at valuation of a business, having support for multiple channels is, is critical. You need to have some sort of organizational maturity where you can take advantage of that. I would never, ever recommend someone to start business on Amazon on day one and then on day 31, okay, let's now go to Walmart and go to Etsy and go to chewy.com. Like you, you need to build sort of logistics. You need to build operational maturity to support multiple channels. But that's where that's the growth opportunity, and and Helium Ten is sort of committed to growing with, with customers, understanding what they need, and helping them succeed. So today it's Walmart, or I know, a few months ago uh, that that was Walmart. We previously we added support uh, uh, for Alibaba, uh, and and one thing that they can sort of guarantee is that there will be more channels that we will support in 2022 than there are the, that we support today.
0: Ooh, I like the sound of that. All right. Which uh, channels are you guys most interested in? Let us know for sure. Now, one thing that's been around you know, for a while, it's had different names, but for the last couple of years, it's been the the, the Helium 10 Elite program. It's a, it's a private mastermind that we have at Helium 10. And it also has, uh, for the last you know, two or so years, come with the highest access or the most access to Helium 10's tools. And before, if you guys would go to the the pricing page, you would actually see that um you know the, there's the platinum plan there's the free plan there's uh sometimes a starter plan then we have the uh, diamond plan and then you would see the elite plan now i'm not sure if you when you guys are listening or listening to this but if you go there now you might not have that anymore we we've kind of locked that uh for at least the rest of this year and, and keeping that exclusive um but make sure guys we we are giving access to uh you know one more time access for the rest of this year to the elite through a a webinar. Uh, Kevin King and I are doing a training soon on November the 4th. So if you guys would like more information on that training, we're going to be giving, uh, you know, never before heard strategies um, that we have not made public uh, in the Helium 10 ecosystem before. On this webinar, it's going to have tons of value. Make sure to register at h10.me forward slash elite webinar, h10.me forward slash elite webinar. Now, boy, you kind of played a role in this decision that, you know what, we're going to take uh, elite private again, and not keep it just open throughout the whole year as kind of like a plan. Uh, what was the thought process behind that? And then, what about people out there who who are like, you know, what the diamond plan isn't enough. You know, I need more seats uh, for my account. I need more spend for Atomic, et cetera, et cetera. What can they do?
1: We did a bit of soul searching around Elite. How do we how do we position Elite? How do we provide value? Through that elite program. And if, if you sort of go back to Genesis of Helium 10 and how everything started, it started as a podcast, and then community content training and software came to sort of enable community members uh to, to grow faster. Uh over time we developed uh, we developed these plans. You listed a few there, and, and one of them was elite, and sort of the core kind of value of helium 10 is that it provides sort of democratizes access to information. What, Previously, information that helium ten provides it was it was available to to businesses, but you had to be a multinational business that can afford to to spend million to five million dollars on, on market study, market research study. Now with, with helium ten, you get that for hundred dollars a month, or and, and then you get that actioned uh, for for another hundred dollars a month. Uh, so that that's a, a scale. But we generally provide information and leave it up to the consumer of that information to formulate the strategy. So Bradley, you do a great job of sort of helping people understand how to action the insights that Helium Ten provides. But in general, we are not broadly in the business of defining strategy and tactics. We are in the business of uh, actually providing insights and then actually actioning those insights in very specific lanes, like uh, uh, marketing uh, and advertising through, through uh, Atomic. We do have a group like there's a, again, sort of listening to customers, listening to, to demand out there. Our customers will ask us, okay, but what do I do with this information? Can you help me? Can you help me sort of action this? Can you help me make sense of this? So we have Freedom Ticket as part of that. Like, this is how you sort of properly structure your Amazon business. Like, there's a perception that Freedom Ticket is a beginner's course. Like, it's sort of beginner's course as if sort of beginner plumber course. Like, I, I know a bit about plumbing. I could certainly benefit from a beginner's plumber course. So that's the same thing with Freedom Ticket. You could be starting a business, or you might have already successful or semi-successful Amazon business. Freedom Ticket helps you there. Uh, Elite program is an sort of augmentation of that. So it's sort of next next iteration. So there are certain tactics. That, there are certain sort of strategies that uh, you Bradley have and, and sort of suggest. And and Kevin King does the same thing. And there are sort of influencers and educators uh, that have different tactics. We want to provide sort of strategic support for people who have very specific needs, and that's why Elite Program was was created. So it's not like openly and honestly. That's not program that's designed for everyone. If you're if you're a large business, if you're a large brand, you might benefit from some of that. But that's not the program that's focused on you. If you're thinking about starting selling on Amazon, it might be useful information. It is useful information, but it's probably it's probably not the best way to start. Uh, so. We want to make sure that that we can sort of layer information that's available through Helium 10 with strategies that are appropriate uh, for for businesses and, and owners at specific stage of, of uh, their sort of life cycle business life cycle. Now, and and that's what Elite does. Like here here's here's data, but then here here's training, here's community, here's here's how we help each other, but here's how also Helium 10 experts and and our friends. Can help us with the specific path, the specific problem. Now, why close that? Uh, there's two sides to that. First, there's a cap, so, so, so there's a pretty hard cap on the number of people that we we want to uh, accept in the program. Not because we are, like, I mean, it's called elite, so, so it is kind of exclusive. Uh, but also, we need to be able to re- provide uh, quality information and guidance and, and sort of do a bit of a handholding there. So, so that's why we have the the, the ceiling there. But also. No one likes the experience, but every day, same pe- same question gets gets asked. So sort of think about the uh, uh, education system. You don't start school every day or year uh, based on your your volition. Like, oh, I feel like uh, uh, starting my sixth grade now, while your friends start uh, a week uh, a week later. Like, there's there's sort of there needs to be a rigor. Like, there there needs to be a pattern, uh, and and it takes certain amount of time to go through the cycle, right? To to acquire skills that we see as uh, needed and required succeed so it's not it, it's it's the goal of, of closing elite uh, for some amount of time is to to sort of let the the new class of elite members ingest the knowledge ingest the experience or sort of process that and then succeed and, and become capable of supporting others so so at some point there will be another opportunity uh i'm i'm sure that there will be no other opportunity this year so i, I can sort of foresee sort of periodic uh, uh, opening of the program and again how, how educational system does it but there needs to be there needs to be kind of a clear path and we helium 10 needs to be able to support uh support new members through, through that growth journey
0: okay interesting and then and then for people who who are like hey what's out there more than diamond you know i'm a i'm a agency i'm a i'm a big you know nine-figure company i need more than just this diamond plan so
1: it th- depends how much experience you have with Helium 10 and how frequently you interact with Helium 10. We augmented, we added functionality uh, over the last year. So every every day, every week, uh, there's new functionality. There's something new uh, for various cohorts, various various kinds of businesses, agencies, uh, power users. We we think about those businesses as well and, and they value uh, their their interaction, and, but they value them as, as customers. We continue to Provide new functionality, uh, user management, multi-multi uh, user management, account management. So, so there are a bunch of things that we can do for our customers. Some of that uh, is not clearly visible when you when you create sort of free helium ten account, which is why we have on, on the pricing page we have sort of call us now button uh, or talk to us. So we have enterprise plan, or we call it enterprise plan. Uh, it's our essentially custom plan. Like hey, I have I have needs that don't fit in these predefined buckets. Like yeah, we, we try to make those buckets. And and tiers kind of clearly defined and and appropriate, but we also recognize that some people will, some customers will need more of this or more of this other thing. Like maybe they want personalized, personalized onboarding experience, or maybe yes, maybe they need uh, they have larger ad spend and and they want to make sure that uh, they they fit in the bucket and that their ad spend is sort of predictably managed. Or they're they're doing a market research, they're working on market intelligence projects. They need more than the number of niches that uh, Helium 10 supports. So for if you have a need like that maybe you need more keywords like you you want to track more than the generous limit that platinum and diamond provide so if you if you're that kind of customer you can click the button and and there a some special programs that are custom designed to address that kind of need
0: okay excellent excellent now one one quick thing i wanted to uh ask you know we, we always have this thing called the uh the, the tst 30 second tips and it, and you mentioned earlier here how you're a big fan of like a lot of amazon leadership principles so um, you know, Boyan is not an Amazon seller uh, right now. So it's not like he's going to tell us the latest PPC hacker strategy, but, you know, he is literally the leader of Helium 10 and, and he's a follower of, of some of these principles. And so me personally, I have not studied them before. So I was wondering, maybe you could give us one or two 30 second Amazon leadership principles that, you know, all, all of us out there who are Amazon sellers, even if we're just by ourselves, or if we have a team under us, you know, like these leadership principles, can um you know can help us to improve our own businesses. So are you okay with uh, giving us uh, some tips from there?
1: Yeah, sure. The the two that I I always start with first one is, is sort of customer obsession. You will not like providing long term customer value is the way to build sustainable business. There there are ways to to sort of accelerate your growth at the expense of of sort of long term long term success. So you can sort of mortgage your your future. Uh, in in different ways but that's not that's not really the way to build sustainable business so you need to build sustainable business you need to sort of think like your customers so really immerse immerse in, in in that in that persona and if you're if you're building a product if you're thinking about product design uh sure you want to generate revenue you want to discover a gap but think like your customers like why would someone need the product that you're trying to design like what are the how do they feel when they when they use this product? Like what kind of emotion would you like to have when you use a product that that you're putting on the market? So so think think with sort of customer, customer first. I know it can be it can be challenging at times, but that's that's what allows you to sort of have that product market fit. It, it cannot happen if you don't understand the market. So so stay focused on, on customer. Uh, and the other one is uh, ownership. So you as a leader, you need like you have full ownership uh, or or sort of outcomes of of your of your effort. so there there should not be there shouldn't be a task too small for for you as a, as a brand builder and and so sort of it's kind of silly I, I feel sort of this is I assume people listening to this this podcast they will believe in that like the, the, you're entrepreneurs you're you're kind of pushing the limits and and you're you're kind of getting your hands dirty but that's that's really impactful state of mind. When when you, you sort of take responsibility over outcomes of uh, all actions that you that you do.
0: Okay. Excellent. I love it. All right. Well, Boyan, thank you so much for joining us. You know, it's it's great to I mean, I don't know, it's kind of like a state of the union, you know, for, for Helium Ten here or a fireside chat, I'm not sure what we want to call this, but we definitely want to make it a, a regular thing. At least once a year, it'd be great to uh, touch bases to see, you know, what's going on in the world of Helium Ten and and thank you for providing yourself uh or making yourself available to answer some of these. These questions that you know come directly from our users. Um, any last words of wisdom here?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Thank you, Bradley, for having me, and I'm happy to do this anytime. Uh, this is our the, the reason why Helium again, why Helium 10 exists. Uh, we're we here to provide best possible experience to our customers and, and to help our customers succeed. Uh anyway you guys want to reach out to us, we're here for you. Uh, don't hesitate, please.
0: Thanks a lot, Boyan, and we'll be seeing you soon. Thanks, Bradley.